0: back to Daycar Pod. I'm Jenna, and fuck, man. Y'all, we did it. We fucking did it. There was literally no break in between the last season of Bachelorette, and then we went into Paradise, and then they extended it, and we fucking did it. I feel so, like, light and free and silly and goofy, and it took me five times to start this intro because I'm just like, I'm so fucking excited because we fucking did it. I made it to the finale and what a finale it was of this season of bachelor in paradise i believe season eight uh can't keep track anymore but doesn't really matter anymore right because we fucking did it and we survived <laughs> and what do we have to show for it um frankly a lot of scars emotional mental a little physical i sleep deprived i mean honestly it was really rude of taylor swift to release an album during this as well i really think that was really uncalled for um and i am gonna sue her and in the meantime though i am gonna recap this this uh finale this two-parter finale of paradise and i'm so excited to have this guest on this week she's been on before about like a month or so ago time is pointless to me um but it was so wonderful and she came on to talk about her dissertation about the Bachelor franchise. Yes, that's right. Please welcome back to the podcast, Marilyn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be back. (laughs)
1: And this time in a completely non-academic sense, just (laughs) to pal
0: around. Just to talk shit and have our feelings and yeah, and not be academic about it. I love that. <laughs> I literally
1: last time I had notes of like concepts I wanted to share, and now I have notes of like what I thought the craziest lines in the reunion were. <laughs> I do come prepared
0: no matter what, but
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> it, and I appreciate you for that. I knew that. I was like, I am. I know who I'm going to call for this recap. Um, also, we'll just get it out of out of the way up top. Uh, Marilyn was in the audience at the reunion show, y'all. And I sure was. If you listened to her last appearance on Date Carpod, you heard at the end that she was invited to go. And I couldn't believe it.
1: (laughs) She fucking. I know. I can't believe they let me in the house. They were very serious about the NDA. And I was like, okay, whatever. And the moment they said, they go, we work very hard on this show. Do not mess with us. And I was like, you know what? As a young struggling artist, there is nothing like saying that they are working hard on this show. I was like, my lips are sealed. I even like, I was watching um, Monday's episode with like my best friend and she was like, can you believe she didn't tell me anything? And I was like, it's all online you can go to reality Steve it's mm-hmm. not my problem mm-hmm. um but yes I did take it very seriously and now I'm glad that the episode is out in the open mm-hmm. and also that I was I think I got more screen time than like a third of the cast I was just all over the screen <laughs>
0: it's so great and I was just looking at bachelor data it was like what Andrew got like
1: five seconds like I actually think I there were more shots of me than Andrew like my mom was texting me like oh there you are again oh my God, there you are again. There you are again. Like they were moving me around the theater. At first I was sitting next to um, Kenny and Mari and Mm -hmm. Joe and Mm Serena and Gabby and Rachel were behind me. So that was the first half. So I was behind most of the cast. Mm -hmm. And then for the second half of the day, they put me um, behind the hot seat. So for all of Brandon and Serene's like proposal conversation like afterwards my face is blurred in between their two faces I'm in the front row yeah but it's like it's so you're too close to the fucking tree oh my god oh yeah thank god they blurred it because at that point my eye was like twitching I Mm -hmm. couldn't they were still going but yeah I- am thrilled I thought I would maybe be in like one clip and I'm glad that me and my friend took the the dress code of jewel tone seriously I brought in I brought in face powder I was powdering us at the end and they moved us to the front row at the very end and I was like thank God I brought the brush like now I'm on TV I
0: love this so yeah um what can you tell us before we get into the recap and then we'll talk about the reunion um do you have any just like fun? I mean, we've all heard the stories. Lizzie on Game of Roses has talked extensively about her time in the document and how long a day it is. They do, in fact, like have people record their reactions before the cast comes out, et cetera. Um, so these are all things we know and are not really surprised by, but I think maybe some people would be surprised by it because they don't, you know, listen to that podcast or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you were there for so long too. It was a really, really
1: long day. They, um, they told us we'd be there until like eight and I got out at midnight. Wow. Um, and I even, I turned to Mari like three hours in and I said, how long do you think we're going to be here? She was like, oh, probably like 10 PM. <laughs> wow. That should have been my like warning sign. I was like, oh my goodness. But I mean, this will sound so corny of me as no, someone love it. who like Who Like you, you know, I listen to Game of Roses. I'm all about like how constructed the show is. I felt more like treasured as a fan than I expected to feel like Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought we were going to get there and just be like thrown into it. No, they like they fed us two actually legitimate meals that's so great they they started the day by playing like they basically edited together what happens in the last four weeks Mm -hmm. that was a huge unexpected surprise I thought we were gonna just not know what was going on
0: and again Mm -hmm. it would be like
1: okay laugh now but in but they wanted us to know what was happening Man, okay. well, i appreciated that like wells came by to the little holding area to like check in with us a few times i mean it was a long day but it felt i guess it felt like less um i don't know just less yeah traumatizing you know? than maybe you would have thought yeah. yeah or like there was a i was in a section at a certain point where like we couldn't really hear so mm-hmm. we couldn't you know react really mm-hmm. and I thought they were just gonna be like whatever and we're like no we can't hear and they and they got out and started like fixing the speakers oh. and i was like i actually am
0: touched yeah. <laughs> that person told you earlier they do work hard
1: <laughs> yeah no they work hard the other part and um if if Lizzie on Game of Roses listens to this Mm -hmm. it gave me so much respect for Mm Jesse genuinely and I am not like the biggest Jesse stan you know like I was into Caitlin I wanted you know I wanted to if we're gonna remove Chris Harrison maybe do something different I truly by the end like my whole body was twitching like we were fed two meals but then I was like wait maybe we needed dinner at this point and he was just he just was on it like he is just stayed Mm -hmm. composed stayed excited stayed graceful and I it did have that moment where I was like oh shit like he he is a host who's been on tv a long time Mm -hmm. um and I admire that and yeah I just I ended up feeling a lot of admiration for like everyone involved the like mc who's trying to keep us hyped up yeah. All the little production assistants who had been there for, like, truly, I don't know how long. If I was Oh, yeah, for- they were
0: probably, yeah, they work all, all day. They're yeah.
1: working so much. The producers are there. The cast is on stage, like, totally glammed up in this, like, really cold room. And the lights are so bright on them. And they have to keep going. Like, I just, I
0: felt a lot of, like, respect. I felt more warmth towards, like, this whole Bachelor machinery mm-hmm. than I expected. Damn, they should absolutely invite me because they know that I that that I am their (laughs) number one (laughs) hater right now. No, and I bet if I went there, I would literally I would drop to my knees and suck everyone's dick. Uh, Oh my! So no, and
1: I I also thought they were it was going to be more constructed. I thought like like I got to sit with my friend the whole time. Mm -hmm. I thought they might be like, oh no, you're wearing this color shirt. Mm -hmm. We want you to sit next to a guy or something Mm -hmm. like. They they never I never saw them split anyone up. Um they didn't they didn't come around and be like, shut up you need, you need to do this. Like yeah. because I I was like, Well They're going to edit it however they want, but I know me, I'm not going to have stuff on camera that, like, I don't abide by, so when, you know, when they did Sinead's hot seat, and it's like, get to your feet, clap, and I was like, nope, (laughs) and I literally just did a thumbs down. I thought they were going to come over and be like, you can't be here, like, get out, you're not, like, (laughs) you're not giving what we need you to give, but it's like, they were like, whatever, they didn't even use that segment, so... (laughs) I
0: love that. Yeah, you were telling me <laughs> beforehand. You're like, I hope they, they yeah, maybe kept in some of my <clears throat> my disple- displeasing looks with Shanae. And it's so funny because you did, you were in the document so much, and you there's so many shots of you just looking so moody and bitchy. I yeah, my and love it. <laughs>
1: they they got my sad face. They got my petty face. They got me whispering to my friend. I was doing that the whole time. I was like, I was like, I know this will get on camera. Like. <laughs>
0: Oh no, it's so true. The whispering ones are oh, always, yeah. and there were so many of them last night. Like other oh people, I was like, when <laughs> things get, they're like, what? Oh, oh my god, she was amazing too. She she
1: went to NYU, and I she would like did the perfect like mm-hmm. shaking her head. I was like, you're an actress, you're a performer. Like, let's do this. Let's um, make this. Up.
0: <laughs> let's do this as a job. <laughs> Hiring, maybe so audience. <laughs> Hello wonderful okay well we'll get into more of that y'all when we get to that section of it right now we need to cover uh night one a little bit um that was one of the best part ones of finale i've seen in a while because it was just so chaotic and you know i always talk a big game about how i think you know it's messed up that we in general like demand all of these people to get engaged at the end of paradise now that wasn't used to be the case and now it is and all of that, but at the same time, I do find a sick pleasure in Jesse just coming in and being like, "Fucking shit or get off the pot right now, assholes!" And then everyone starts losing it, and it is pretty funny because there's yeah. there were so many couples when we went into this week, and then by the end, it was there was so little. Dude, it was insane. It was insane. It was literally
1: the beach was empty. I've also never seen them do that weird double date thing before. They're like, it's just you guys left? All right, let's 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 just make it one
0: date. Yeah, okay. This is so weird. It was very, like, love is blind to me. Um, then, you know, but we start off more or less with them being like, well, before we even get to that extra conversation where I'm really telling you guys fucking get ready or leave we do there's a rose ceremony about to happen and they canceled the cocktail party which was really mean because again this is at the point where people really do need to have conversations about where the status of their relationship is that they cancel it and mm-hmm. then mara uh she leaves she leaves which is you know the right thing to do she wasn't connecting with anyone there um and yeah, and Jesse uses that as an excuse to just, again, like, berate them for, like, if you're not fucking serious, like, please leave. <laughs> and, like, I felt like it was going to lead up to the rose ceremony in a way that, that there was going to people be people who actually left at the rose ceremony, but correct yeah. me if you're wrong, nobody did. They all stayed. Well, no, other than Kate right. and Logan. Oh, true, right, which, yeah, of course, that was great. Kate gives her Kate gives her speech. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so... Perfect. It was fucking perfect. No notes because it was so bitchy no and so cunty. Yeah, y'all get ready. I use the C word on this podcast. Oh God. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll have a debate on Kate because I'm I'm a Kate stan. No, I no, I'm a stan at first because I I, you know, eat the rich. I like her classism was horrible for sure, for sure, for sure. But like She was the right kind of person for paradise so much. She is so paradise material and was fun to watch. Like I didn't find Shanae or a lot of these other women fun to watch, but I found Kate so fun to watch. I was
1: going I wanted to make that point because I was thinking about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I feel like the show has gotten away from fun villains like mm-hmm. I, you know seeing Shanae, she was fine this season but she never apologized so mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with her so I just kind of leave that to the side yeah. obviously she wasn't fun at least to me it wasn't fun to watch her last season it's not fun to watch guys like gaslight or be emotionally abusive or scary mm-hmm. it's like too close to real life. Mm-hmm. So we have so few of these people who just will throw out these like one-liners that so you're like, whoa, that was quite a thing to say. And she did it. She delivered. I, I think she is really smart. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I also always put a lot of stock in like who is friends with other people from the show. Yeah. And to me, it's telling that her friends are like we're friends with her like please calm down yeah. she is the only cast member who like we have dm'd repeatedly so i'm biased she yeah. replies to my stories and it's like thank you i really appreciate it and i'm like girl you're fine you're fine i i don't stand by like making fun of you know obviously like i can't afford an equinox membership yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I, you know, she's getting a lot of criticism right now. I loved her little speech, I loved her moment this season. She came and did what she had to do,
0: yeah. What was that villain, uh, sort of, uh, sort of villain from Clayton's season that didn't go on Paradise, but we all thought she would? Um, fucking, she was early, she made out with him a bunch at the oh, party. Cassidy. thank you, Cassidy. Cass- Cassidy is my great example, the same way Cassidy would have been, one. yeah, fun villain says great sound bites, makes it fun, is not being like real, not being like painfulist and racist and things like that to an extent, right? You know, like everyone's problematic, yeah. right? But and she also, yeah, she DMs and she's just like a real person who is just like fun and you know. So I was really, I loved Kate for that, and yeah, it it was just so fun and her, you know, her swan song was like, I mean, yeah, it was just so like Logan was so. Well, also, as I pointed out on Instagram stories, that whole thing was clearly, like, put together. We never saw him speaking any of these words leading up to the actual Rose exchange, where he's like, I'm ready to, like, get married to this lady. This is going so well. We're on the perfect same page. And then she comes up and is like, no, blah, blah, blah. And... I just loved that because that was like another moment of good editing that that's good paradise editing where I don't like it's sad or whatever, but no one's like really being hurt, you know? Yeah, No one's being hurt. Like
1: he's fine. And the fact that they both are like doing this funny little, you know, she posted that she was in Cabo and she was like a Costco membership would can't get you here. And then he posted on his Costco membership page, like what a, flight to Cabo would cost and I was like okay (laughs) you guys are giving exactly what I want you to be giving like Mm -hmm. I'm so fine with this I really don't think anyone was that hurt he's Mm -hmm. 25 like I'm just simply not shedding tears for Logan I never have and I Mm -hmm. never will it's nothing (laughs) it's nothing against him Yeah, Um, sure he's fine but yeah I I am not here for the Kate slander
0: (laughs) so funny so everyone else pretty much, um, as they say, Um, and we get hints that potentially Aaron and Genevieve will probably not last through this week, which they do not. Um, And I guess let's talk about them real quick. So they, when we eventually get the whole, the next day, everyone has to make their choices. So the choices are you decide to stay for fantasy suites because you're probably going to get engaged, uh, or you decide to leave as a couple because you just like want to date, Mm-hmm. Or you leave broken up. Um, and. They go to have their conversation. And Aaron just like. Fully breaks up with her. He very has his speech
1: <laughs> ready to go. Ready. Right. To go. Yeah. I also thought it was telling. That in the reunion. The first thing he said was like. I mean looking back. I only remember the good things. I'm like okay that is not what you say. When you like were in love with someone and you break up and you're like hurting about it like I real, we've all said it I think he came for his boy's trip
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think he liked her but he you know why did he give her a rose the night before if he was then just gonna come at her with this speech and then I loved like once again we have Genevieve like fully silent which is we never see her silent other than when he's like reaming her and it was that mm-hmm. first fight they had where she where he and then he's like on the jungle path when it's the end of my life I'm gonna wish that I was with you and friends and she just stares at him like completely dumbfounded and this was the same thing again she was just looking at him like
0: wait what's going on right now like what is happening he was just going on his little speech and then he goes so anyway I wish you well I wish you the best. Wish you the best. You look beautiful today, and then he gets up and walks away. I look beautiful today. Ah, yeah,
1: that was tough. Oh, funny. And then Genevieve does what Genevieve's gonna do. She checks in with the girlies, and then is like, "Wait, no." Mm-hmm. And I, I loved her final moment. Him saying, "I'm not gonna. I promise you, I'm not gonna follow you up the jungle path this time." And she says, "I promise, I don't want you to."
2: <laughs>
0: Icon. Icon. Oh, icons boys. are born on the beach truly they they got a little toxic for my flavor uh, yeah. my choice but also overall a fun couple again a little toxic yes. um could have done without some of it but, but overall at least you know yeah,
1: yeah exactly I feel like I'm okay with the show having like a, a toxic thing happen as long as the final message is not you should be with this person <laughs> The final message was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is not a great idea. And then, you know, regardless of what I'm not really super current on the current Rumorville mm-hmm. of having a girlfriend at home, whatever, mm-hmm. that's not honestly my business, um, you know, but then they have this moment on stage of like, we both messed up here. Yeah, She, te- she tears up feeling like you could feel that moment of she didn't know if he was going to take any accountability and mm-hmm. he did and she- Says that's more than I ever wanted to hear. And it ends. And I feel like we can all walk away and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, yeah, the show isn't saying you should have your boyfriend talk to you that way.
0: No, you're right. And I I think I was nervous like last week that they were going to get an engagement edit. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that's no, I (laughs) I was shocked. I was shocked also because the day the
1: reunion filmed, we had just seen. There, we just seen the the fight the first, first fight. yeah, the mm-hmm. first jungle pass. So mm-hmm. then they gave us a little snippet of the itching, main mm-hmm. argument. So then we were like, "What?" And then we walk in, and then it's like, you, you know, they're not together. Um, yeah. so <laughs> it was just such whiplash because up to that point, I actually was really shipping them hard. Like, yeah, right. I knew how this ended. I was like really into it, yeah. and I do I do like Aaron, but. Maybe I just like him as a TV character.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think he really... It became very clear to me by the end that he was just absolutely there to serve as a role. And I, like, would not be surprised if, like, him and the producers were just, like, even pretty in on it, you know? As far as, like, you've come here, you're going to be this, like, character, and you're going to get, like, a little bit of an arc, and you're going to leave looking more or less okay that you tried and whatever, and you didn't get screwed over, like, the last season... But, you know, we can't ignore the fact that there is, in theory, a lot of proof out there that he, at one point, had two women that he was dating in San Diego before he came on Paradise and told both of them to wait for him. And then now he's currently with one of those women who stayed with him. So I don't know all the details on that, but I'm excited to just do it because it's messy. Yeah,
1: I also think, I mean, yeah, I think that a lot of these people go in with whatever prior things going on and Mm -hmm. I don't... I don't even know if i find that that nefarious and i also fully believe that once you go into this environment where you have no phone they're clearly mm-hmm. not sleeping enough what type of nutrients are they getting i mm-hmm. think they just lose their minds like i don't think they're all lying i mm-hmm. you know we'll get into the victoria of it all later i'm sure i with aaron i don't think he was like i'm gonna just make it up it's like no genevieve's a lovely girl she's gorgeous yeah. Yeah. you're on a beach with no phone you didn't make any solid commitments. Let's see what happens. And then I think that final day comes and you, like, look at Brandon and Serene and you're like, shit, we are not.
2: We are not at that level. It is time to pack up. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, so true. So true. I love that. So then we get uh, the twins. <laughs> the twins have, like, this, They're like, <laughs> simultaneous, like, uh, you know just like break up but like it's so funny so one of them's with shanay and he's like oh this is gonna be great we're gonna stay together maybe not like we're not gonna get engaged but we're gonna leave together and so then just.
1: i don't know what he was thinking obviously she was not polite with her words but like that's what shanay's gonna shanay i wasn't even upset with her i was like yeah he's 24 right. and then he's like i'm a man and i'm like no and then yeah we have on the other the other side it's just flow and i uh, justin or joey whichever yeah, one whatever like, yeah yeah this was cool see you later and they like i think they tweeted that they like had drinks two weeks later <laughs> They're like, this was <laughs> obviously for television like what i, I don't know it. why the other twin like missed the memo like you're not leaving with shanae i <laughs> just...
0: please 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 be serious <sighs> and then uh, they we get uh. Let's see who else. Oh, Brittany and Tyler decide to leave. Tyler. Yeah. Yes. Um. Tyler.
1: Tyler drops the the L word, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they leave together. And they have a cute little
0: car scene. Mm-hmm. I was I was into it, you know, until obviously now I'm not into it. But like, I really felt like that was like a real moment, especially from Brittany. I think so. I think so. We'll yeah. We'll hit on it more. Sure. Yeah. Exactly then Michael, Michael and Danielle decided to leave together as a couple a compass a compass which somebody reminded me that he gave Katie a compass oh. uh, yeah <gasps> now I don't think it was obviously the same one and maybe it was just like a homage to like the and I don't think he I don't think he gave Danielle the compass either but in this case so like it's not quite the same but it is I'm just like sir sir I have my eye on you I'm mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, mm, I'm gonna try carefully on Michael A. Eh? Yeah, um, we well, we are, we have not been kind to him on this podcast. So if that's your thoughts, go for <laughs> it. I mean, obviously, I think I've said this before. Like, clearly, he is probably a nice man. There's nothing like horribly wrong with him. I just don't like. I don't like him, and I and I'm allowed to not like him. And I also don't think that he's like for T R R. And I think that sure him and Danielle could still have a good connection and that's fine. And I think it's probably real, but I don't think that he's still like really inherently here for the right reasons. And I also think that he uh, scammed people by overselling PPP, PPE products. And he uh, is just kind of just like grates on my nerves. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's tough because it's like, you know, at this point Oh, sorry, I, and the way he treated Sierra. I'm I'm yeah. not over that. I'm sorry, I'm not over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I think for me, I'm I'm not like upset with him. I also was not I'm not really upset about the Sierra thing. I get it, but I I don't know. I'm okay with it. I think I just felt so weirded out by the way that the show pulled this girl in for him, mm-hmm. girl being Danielle, woman. Okay. And had her rehash her trauma from eleven years ago that has nothing to do with his situation. His mm-hmm. is so much fresher, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we're watching the, the you know, their weird ass date, where she's like, "Yeah, it was actually like eleven years ago for me, and I've kind of like worked through it." And he's just, in my mind, trauma dumping. Like, if mm-hmm. I was on that date, I would be. Concerned,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, I I love having the show have older people who where they have higher stakes and a lot of depth. And you know, it's not that I think he's not a genuine person. I just found the whole, I just found the repeated comparing mm-hmm. of his widow, the mother of his child, to her fiance eleven years ago who died of an overdose. Like just two absolutely brutal stories, and. I just felt like I was like I don't think we need to keep bringing this up about her like she has lots of other things going on she seems Mm -hmm. really cool she's politically active she's liberal everyone seems to like her and I just felt like she was just like kind of a piece in his story and I don't know I didn't love that obviously you know as far as we know she's moving to Akron for him I don't know how you make a decision to move to Ohio without someone saying I love you first but yeah, he I crossed- didn't believe
0: that for one fucking second.
1: He crossed that off the list, and like I, I do hope they're happy. I don't want this season to be an
0: absolute wash.
1: Um, no, certainly. I,
0: right? They're like oh, just, just Brendan. Saran- I found
1: that I just found the handling of it all just very weird, and it just, it just felt like she was used. Like she had no choice but to date him.
0: Right. Well, and I. That's why I. And we don't have to go too, too deep into it, but I, I, because. I think Sierra can speak for herself, and she has been um, yeah. doing a great job for that. And you can speak a little later on to what she said during, you know, maybe um, that was cut. But she was also used, in my opinion, yeah. and used um, not just by him, and again, I don't think it was malicious, but regardless, still used, is that also she for the audience, she was used as a piece for him to get to this relationship, you know, because... Yes. Uh, if we're being judgmental bitches, we would say this man is not really ready for quite a relationship, right? Like, he to have, like, Danielle be his, like, now his next big love feels weird to me. But I do know that with widows, like, it's a bestie situation. I don't, I you know, I'm not here to say how anyone moves on from that into finding more love. Absolutely, I do not understand that. But I think the overall, like, stereotypical narrative we got was that he tried it out with Sierra, it didn't feel right, and then he moved on from her, and then now, but now he's ready, you know, because yeah. now Danielle is the piece that he was missing, and I just like don't like that overall. And again, maybe that's not him, but that's what the show did. So I don't like what the show did.
1: And I Yeah, they know used they multiple women in his storyline instead of simply casting him as the bachelor, <laughs> like If you if you love this story, I mean, I've been I say this every year, I would love to have an older bachelor with children like I thought Emily Maynard season was so Mm -hmm. compelling because she did have that tragedy she had a daughter, like, whatever I think about. Michael or not I would have been happy to have him be the bachelor like Mm -hmm. if we're gonna focus all this stuff around him you know because at that point I'm okay with other people being a piece in your story because we all they're all signing up for it and they're all yeah exactly yeah so that's what was weird about that but you know I do hope they're happy again it's like it doesn't feel good to watch this show and give so much time and have nothing (laughs) No, no love stories come out of it. So, Michael and Danielle, I do root for you. I wish <laughs> you all the very best.
0: And then, serene and Brandon, they're gonna stay together. Lovey dovey, adorable. And then, Victoria and jo- uh, Johnny also mm-hmm. decide to stay with each other. Uh, and then, mm, did somebody else leave? I think that was like it. I think it's over. Yeah, I think it's over. <laughs> of the people, okay, right? Because now we need to get into the so then you know, we have the two fantasy suites basically with Johnny and Victoria and Serena and Brandon, but they don't really give us much, it's just like yeah. it's very little. We get very little, of the yeah, the reunion, whatever.
2: Yeah, it's mostly
0: that. And they have their little weird dinner with each other, uh, with those two couples and just like talk out of their asses. I mean, mostly Victoria and Johnny, obviously. Brandon and Serene are so sweet I feel like I'm bad that I'm not talking about them that much but they're just so fucking sweet there really isn't much to like you it's know something to say, say because, yeah <laughs> I,
1: I do genuinely believe that they like had a love at first sight moment yeah. and I saw on a podcast today he was saying that she literally like found a napkin and a pencil and drew for him like ahead of time what type of ring she would want oh. like they were you know that's why there was nothing to show because at that point they weren't even talking about it she'd already like days before been like this is the type of ring this is exactly what i want it to look like oh, like they were just they were just ready to finish this journey together you know oh, so
0: sweet oh i love that and they really do seem really well suited for each other and like I think even if they, heavens forbid, don't work out, I really think they're going to respect each other and be really kind. And I think that's really all we can hope for in this And I I do wish
1: the show had given us just more of those conversations. Like, I would have loved to see the adorable moment. I I just think the show misunderstands what we want. And I think the drama and the tears are fun, but only when they're interspersed with, like, something positive.
0: Yeah. And
1: we only had two successful couples come out of this. One spent the whole time crying about his his dearly beloved past wife. So that was sad. And then we have Brandon and Serene, and they're like, well, there's no drama, so let's not even show it. Like, you know,
0: yeah. And what I will say is, I guess I, and I'm using air quotes heavy, liked that they didn't try to trick us that they weren't going to get engaged. Yeah because um, totally. I saw that that was I was like oh that's gonna happen and so I and I hate that um so I appreciate that they didn't do that but yeah like I guess in that case in lieu of not doing that which they would have normally done they should have given us more of these more like I don't like, know like I'd moments. love to hear them
1: talking about like where they plan on living after yeah exactly do they want kids like right. what's their timeline I don't know mm-hmm. just give me more of them mm-hmm. um yeah, and we got a ton of Brandon on Michelle's season, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, okay, we got some of Serene, but she was not, you know, the final story of mm-hmm. of, um, of, Clayton's of Clayton's season. Yeah. Which, PS, Clayton responded to one of my stories yesterday, and that was one of the biggest moments. There you
2: uh, go. <laughs> also, like, in my DMs,
1: <laughs> not that way, not that way.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm maybe single maybe I don't know. so funny so then we get into the reunion show so they open up we get all the like Or jesse's introducing everyone we get a little moment with wells um well i guess so they introduce all of the contestants. Um, They're spread out. Including over. Sally. Yeah, including, including Sally. Sally.
2: Oh my god, she I didn't even know there. she was
1: there. Oh shit. Sure. They did this. <laughs> they did this weird thing. Where when nothing related to her at all was going on. Oh my god. My dog is going to mess up this audio. I'm throwing it out. How's this? Yeah. Because it's fucking funny. Okay. It's time for you to. Go away. Bye doggy. You're so cute. So cute.
0: Yeah. There was a little growls earlier too, and I loved it.
1: Okay, so for Sally, they did this weird thing where once every two hours, um, at the reunion when nothing related her was going on jesse would go sally what do you think about that (laughs) like like jill and kira having like a back and forth um johnny and victor like literally jesse would just go sally what do you think about that and she would and she would go y'all i have absolutely no idea what you're talking about (laughs) they
0: did
2: not include that footage i'm really sad (laughs)
0: funny i actually like stand jesse now for that that is like the funniest joke i've ever heard in my life imagine this woman has been there she was there for five minutes and you just keep occasionally throwing it to her and like it that's like intentional that is so funny so
1: intentional and he didn't do it to literally anyone else like yeah. there were he a direct addressed her so many times and she was just like yep don't know what that's about okay <laughs> like she was slumped over in her chair not having it
0: wow but they own you they own you so you have to be there if they like want you there right I oh guess. my gosh i That's guess so i have no funny. idea yeah i mean like obviously there's been you times where people don't show up to think he wasn't but, there like, yeah right but i mean yeah good point i mean which yeah good point are you uh, yeah i think there's ways that you can Get out of it. Um, But at the same time, I also have talked to enough alumni to know that also if you aren't beloved enough or something and they want you and they want to use you for something, you know, you have yeah. to. Like you sign that contract and that is part of the, the deal is that you get to do all the promotional things that they want you to do. So uh, that is wild to me. And it's wild that Sally in general like is on a contract right now, like considering, you know, what happened to her <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, it was wild.
0: And then we get our little, like, rundown of the drama of what happened on the show, and they only showed, like, a quarter of it, because there was literally too much, too many things that had happened, because it went on forever and ever, and we get a little moment about Romeo and his expression when Kira asks him to leave, and things like that, and we get a big kiss at that. the end of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Did was you... behind
1: them. So yeah. Could... What do
0: you, what do you got to say about their, their like connection? I mean, what can I do other than stand? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. can I do?
1: My, I mean, my favorite thing that I wouldn't have seen if you didn't post was her weird tweet about Elon Musk. <laughs> That's so true. And then he said, he said, let's talk about this in private. I know this isn't in your heart. And then she deleted the original tweet. <laughs> Which we should be clear to your listeners. She literally tweeted a paragraph of like, why are people, why are people on Elon Musk? Like, he's an amazing businessman. And Romeo was like, that is not true. I don't agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, he tweeted his own sub just like, Hell yeah. Thanks AOC for talking about all the people yes. who work really hard on making Twitter what it is. And then Kira's like, this isn't, let's talk offline. And then he was like, okay, yeah, because this isn't your heart. And what I love is I was pointed to later that he was definitely making a reference to when Grimes uh, said that to Elon, like last oh year my or God. something, when Elon was like, pronouns suck. And then Grimes was like, I know this isn't your heart, let's talk offline. and. That's um, genius. It's so genius. So uh, the thing is, but all her stuff, I do believe was real. I think in the end, they had talked already at some point, and he did make that joke, and that was funny. Um, But also, like, yeah. And then if she deleted it. I mean, like. Yeah.
1: I don't, I cannot make heads nor tails of what the reality is. I mean, they do seem to actually be dating. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I literally I don't know, but he. why would he have kissed her at the end? I didn't see that kiss when I was in the audience, so I was still like, is this a bit? Mm-hmm. But And they're still doing their funny little posts, so yeah. I don't know. I think they both made the absolute most out of Paradise, that's for sure. I'll give them an award for that.
0: Truly, yeah. They really got out of it in a way that was was funny and entertaining. Uh, what else? Let's see here that stands out. Jill and, Jill and Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, i was talk about that that was also crazy I mean, yeah that was crazy i i don't like tarzan i just i don't really i'm not gonna give him yeah because he's he's he holds anti-fat bias in his heart and he has not apologized for that um but whatever um all of them do <laughs> yeah. um probably i, I mean know. i've never
1: that was the scary the scariest part being there in person was seeing Literally, how thin everyone was. I yeah. was like, it it like actually made me uncomfortable and took me some time to like right. readjust to like what bodies look like in the real world. Like, <laughs> because I I I truly couldn't believe it. Because I was like, I was feeling kind of faint by the end of the day, and I'm like, you guys are drinking. You couldn't have eaten that much to be wearing the outfit you're wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just across the board. Every single woman there was just so small. And I just, I was like, can we not have any examples of even just mid-size? I mean, if you put me on stage with these people and yeah. like, I'm thin, like yeah. I meet the standard. Yeah. If you put me on stage with these people, people would say that I'm chubby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just
0: fine. But like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, that's, that's what's the, I know there's a, um, a podcast we're going to be collaborating with, um, uh soon that talks about fat characters in media and uh some of the stuff she loves loves to point out is like how on certain shows like the fat character is truly like a size eight but everyone else on the scene is you know a size one or two or whatever that they and they get like intentionally labeled as like the fat character but it's like that's not representation and like maybe the character even got treated well in the show like right like it's fine but like It's like, oh, that's not... Okay, (laughs) we have to... (laughs) I
1: I mean, this is a bigger cultural thing, but it's just sad that as a society, I feel like we're sliding back to where we were in 2002.
0: Yeah, we are. There's all these articles that are coming out and being really problematic. I definitely felt that while I was there. Yeah, so anyway, but regardless, yeah, they do their thing, and Jill talks about how she's just somebody who loves easily and loves their whole heart, and she, you know regret it i don't think she really regretted it she's like is just how it was it was hard jesse was like you know split week was hard on everyone but it was obviously hard on you the hard <laughs>
1: yeah i would you loose also had a hard time but oh my god she's another one jill that i think like came to play the reality tv game and mm-hmm. i thank her for it you know said some crazy things doesn't come off like a villainous at all like mm-hmm. kate um mm-hmm. but just comes off totally unhinged mm-hmm. and i'm the people thank you casting good job you found this girl um yeah. and yeah they both posted things on instagram today like allu- like jacob was like the past few weeks with you have been I'm like okay so i guess since the reunion you guys
0: have been cuddling up Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah she posted some flowers and tagged him in it and i'm like okay Mm. all right we'll see that's the that's the success story we got out of
1: paradise it's uh jill and jacob and kira and romeo
0: (laughs) the truly (laughs) truly fucking truly literally oh my my god so fun uh what happened with loose i don't i honestly don't
1: they definitely talked to her, but I don't remember getting anything out of it, Mm -hmm. so I'm not surprised it got cut, but it's a bummer. I think everyone that's there, they should have at least shown like a snippet of their conversation. Mm -hmm. Like It's just so weird to me. Mm -hmm. Um, She came off well, in my opinion, but yeah, I get they didn't even show a second of her.
0: Yeah, no. So she did like a couple facial reactions, but that was it. So I guess that leads us a little bit into Rodney, Justin, and Eliza um brutal yeah brutal I mean and I guess much more was said um that was not shown not much more like but definitely more um and you know I guess what was either I can't remember it all blurs a little bit regardless is that Justin did essentially say to Eliza later after the cameras stopped rolling on the show on the Mm -hmm. filming of the paradise that they would be able to start date, dating or whatever. And so that kind of went back and forth, but then at one point they go to LA or Eliza goes to LA to meet up with him and then he he ghosts her and then eventually does try to like booty call her late at night and then I don't know. It was, it was chaos. What it talked about on stage? Yes. Wow. It was really long
1: and like that was when I started to feel like I was in The Hunger Games because, I mean, she was crying so much. Yeah. And it was way more brutal than the clip that we saw. You know, it just kept, it just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and it obviously doesn't come off, come off well for her. People absolutely love Rodney. Can't fault him. Um Yeah, there was just like a huge messy back and forth with her and Justin that they didn't show any of, which I'm not surprised because I didn't understand what they were even saying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It It, like didn't make sense. It didn't come off well for either of them. And then it's like it went back and forth and then it was back to Rodney and then she kind of said she made a mistake, but it wasn't totally clear to me that she said Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then yeah, Justin tweeted yesterday like, yeah, she told me she made a mistake picking Rodney, but then now I'm hearing on stage she made a mistake going after me and all this. The whole thing was just an absolute mess. And yeah, it, went, it was like at least a 45-minute back and forth. Wow. Well, wow. I mean, it, it, like, do the math. We're there all day. Mm-hmm. No, each. Mm-hmm. Every segment they do is is probably like 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. In, because they have to keep pushing in order to get people to say some of the things you know when it starts mm-hmm. off people are going to be composed you know mm-hmm. so it just keeps going on all of them um and then i feel like they basically show like those final moments of what right. they pushed right so hard to get to but um yeah that ma- the whole thing made me sad and i don't know why they didn't just use this
0: opportunity
1: to tee up rodney as the bachelor
0: yeah i mean i guess uh friend of the pod ash talks batch is very uh adamant that if we want him. We we have to campaign for him, you know, we have to keep going for it. This the show's not ending. He can be a bachelor later on.
2: Yeah. Um, and
0: yeah. I think I think actually, I mean, I really think it could happen. I think, you know, because he, he walked away from this really beautiful. I felt you know? yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like he totally got a bachelor at it. Yeah. Out of this. So it's just it's unfortunate. Like, why didn't it happen? Like Yeah, like, I just could have happened. I, thinking through the
1: timeline that this was in July, yeah, like they could have been- could have done it if so it's really wild it's really Uh, odd um it is really wild um yeah and then they didn't show any of Justin in the reunion I felt like
0: no not at all no it's really it's really it is such a disservice um I I don't know if I've said this yet but like yeah the whole I well I did enjoy it and it was probably one of the better finales in a while in some regards um they did just like really cut out so much that it's like I saw a tweet along the lines of like They added like four weeks but they like cut out so much they could have added a little more again maybe not obviously not the entire 45 minutes of that back and forth but we could have gotten a little bit more you know of certain these things and
1: it just ended up feeling confusing at least for me watching it like because it didn't feel like a
0: clear conversation with a beginning middle end with most you know yeah no certainly not and and jesse Fucking, he was so funny to me because he would just be talking to somebody and it would be a pretty emotional moment or whatever, and they'd be like, "All right, love's great. I thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really glad you guys felt like you could be vulnerable." And I was like, think vulnerable is the right word right now?" Yeah, <laughs> those are always the Hunger Games <laughs> moments
1: for me. I'm like, "All right, Caesar Flickerman, like it's." <laughs> okay
0: great i love that okay go ahead and get a shirt off the stage to die thanks see you later oh my god except just think about
1: it they all like what whatever part of the day you had your big moment you then still had to sit there until midnight on stage mm-hmm. you know and people would leave for like eliza left after her segment
0: for like i think she left for the next segment you right. know collect herself, blood. but then she yeah. came back yeah no exactly <laughs> And Jesse is, of course, doing this all day. So, like, while I am making fun of him, I mean, I do understand that you actively chaos. chaos. So then we get Brittany and Tyler. I mean, I think everyone's a little confused about all of the, like, what happened. I think, you know, I think if we're going to be, we're being a little judgmental, like, it seems that Tyler has at least been given the edit in both of his times on the show that he, Mm -hmm. uh, like, is really into his partners and um potentially puts them off by the way that he loves um that's strong that's not that's not really what I want to say but you know what I mean like he he just is like makes them their world or whatever and also is not good at maybe reading some of the cues (laughs) you know but I don't think that makes him a bad guy I really came to like him in paradise um and clearly britney did as well but then she didn't want to be with him anymore and i guess he didn't see those signs it was confusing and i know that obviously there was much more being said on stage but i did the edit job was bad like it was like what is happening and he's trying to be like well you didn't really communicate with me and she's like no no like i did but then then jesse's like well what happened and she's like well i mean i guess we just didn't communicate very well and i was like okay but that's what tyler just said
1: yeah, it was the way they strung it together was definitely confusing. It was also confusing in person, yeah. and I, I mean, I think for me, my my headline on all of it, not just them, but, but that was like a perfect example. I was so upset with the way they put together the show that they had him come out first, give his sob story after we just saw him on Rachel's season. We don't know her that well. She kind of got screwed mm-hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. accused of being an escort Mm -hmm. she comes on doesn't get much screen time then Mm -hmm. has this cute relationship so from my perspective sitting there i thought they were together i don't know i'm just following along with the show then they bring him out for the sob story they bring her out and it's like crickets in the audience Mm -hmm. like everyone is mad at her and this is after they've made kate look bad they've made eliza look bad um they've kind of made Sierra look bad. Yeah. And later on make Victoria look really bad. And Mm -hmm. obviously everyone has their own part to play. But, you know, we talked about on the last podcast, like this concept of post-feminism, the show like showing kind of an empowered, fun, girly woman, but like not wanting to actually be like revolutionarily feminist. Mm. For me, this season is like, it is beyond that. It's like anti-feminist. Like Mm -hmm. I am. this has been worst season and time for women in this show coming Mm -hmm. off of gabby and Rachel's season where like rachel was not the main character of her own story Mm -hmm. her breakup with tyler and with zach were basically about like how zach felt and we come off that to this season where i just felt this whole reunion they villainized the women including Mm -hmm. Brittany, Mm -hmm. and then we have this weird we'll get into it with tyler and johnny Mm -hmm and then they're all on social media being like I'll be there for my bros anytime I felt sick my boyfriend literally was like this is a men's rights commercial like the wow. entire thing so I don't know True. it's like it's way bigger than just like Brittany and Tyler but I found that editing bizarre and just like not even the editing of the document but like the choice to mm-hmm. have him come out first when you knew that Victoria was going to be the villain of her scenario. I was like, but mm-hmm. we're setting this up the same way. Mm-hmm. And they just made it him being emotional. And he's like, that was the same day that I got broken up by, you know, Rachel on TV. And this isn't against him. No. Um, it's just these are active choices that, like, to mm-hmm. me, have repercussions. I felt uncomfortable sitting there, I felt uncomfortable watching it. Um, we don't know enough about Britney to even like have an assessment. Like we know Victoria kind of, but like we don't know this girl.
0: And what I really fucking hated about it was the one thing I did pick up on was that he's like, I don't think you were like here mm-hmm. for the right reasons, yeah. or I don't think I don't even think you were real. And yes. I fucking hated that because it's the accusation she got the entire time of that season. Yes. And then got in the first part of Paradise with Pizza Peter.
1: Pizza.
0: And I was like, I thought we oh my god. So like so I when really I I wrote that. this
1: I wrote this down because then when she comes out, Jesse's like, was it real? And he, this is quote, did you really try to make a solid effort? Come I'm on. Like, why are you asking her that? Like you've set this up yeah. that, I mean, yeah, yeah, she, she dumped him, but.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. No. They, I, did, yeah.
1: they dated for two
0: weeks. It's Like, come on people.
1: It's they on. came out. They came out. Not to be rude. I think that she realized she's a baddie yeah. and he's a Tony. Yeah. He's a Tony. He owns like a a t-shirt shop down the shore. Okay. My boyfriend is a Jersey man. I can say this. (laughs) She's a baddie. He's a townie. She wanted wanted to go to London. She wanted to go to Italy. She wanted to pop around. And he was like, oh, but I love you. Let's hang out. She was like, actually, I think I want to break up with you. Is that cold? Is that harsh? Maybe.
0: Am I mad? no but I love it no I do love it absolutely no no I definitely walked away from this I didn't get tricked by that one I maybe have gotten tricked on some of the other ones I didn't get tricked by that one I am team Brittany still through and through um I both of them. I'm fine with it but it was just right. such a choice to have him come out first like what really I mean when I was like looking at for tweets today to post our tweet roundup at roses for everybody uh all of the tweets like so many of the tweets i saw um were people being like just joking but still like this is what you're saying they're like goddamn these men for or goddamn this show and goddamn yeah. these women for making me stand up for the men and it's a joke of course in a way but it, it's but it is real like <laughs> so it's many it's a of joke them were but like can you think of a scenario this season where
1: the woman came out favored the only the only scenario where I a know. woman got out first was Genevieve in the reunion, right yeah, her side first. That's yeah. the only one. And yeah. obviously she was edited to look ridiculous most of the time.
0: Right. She did get a full's edit. And That's- I will not let Michael off the hook when he quote tweeted her and dismissed all of her feelings about how poorly yeah. she was treated, which is again overall, all these women were being treated pretty horribly during and after. So yeah. like it's that just there's a not wild. a single
1: scenario this season where, like, the woman came out on top that I can think of. Right.
0: Yeah. You know. <sighs> so true. Um, so let's talk about Sierra, and then we will get into the... Um, the griptopia of it all. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, we already talked a little bit about Michael and Danielle and all that. We don't really need to rehash this. I just want to give an opportunity, like... I Again, I I do not want to speak for Sierra, Um she's i really like her and i think that she's um she's doing a really good job at like um you know expressing yourself online especially given that she is under contract as well and like i i feel for her and i don't like how other podcasts are disrespecting her and totally. i don't want to come in here and try to like um i yeah i just want to say that i it's clear that she said more and it was yeah. also clear that she also held her own and you know was nice and uh yeah i mean do you have anything to like add to what you saw i mean yeah i thought it was a bummer
1: i think for the audience it was clear that like her little moment didn't make any sense because she they because i just rewatched it and she says um you know i'm having a lot of thoughts in my head but like i wish you the best and it's like wait Mm -hmm. there was for sure many minutes between that Mm -hmm. I feel like it was most of what she's already kind of like expressed in tweets but Mm -hmm. just like that he could have he wasn't he said that he wasn't ready and so she thought well I don't want to sit around this beach like not really knowing where we stand where you Mm -hmm. stand when she you know it would have been honestly more helpful to hear the harsh truth of i'm just not that into you yeah like 100
0: yeah I'm and not... i think she would have respected that
1: yeah and so i think that was her i think that was her main thing and like i'm sure it was really confusing to watch it go from i'm not ready to like this full-blown relationship with danielle mm-hmm. when he could have just said like yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it also would have been fair for him to be like, yeah, you're 26. Like, I don't know if that is, <laughs> if that is going to work out in long-term for like where no, I'm at in life, or, or just, you know, I'm just not clicking. I'm not like there with you. Um, and instead he gave the, I'm not ready thing. And, you know, I think sometimes giving the, like, brutal truth is more Mm -hmm. helpful, so. No, certainly, and I talked about that
0: before in a previous episode, like, ultimately, he just clearly wasn't, like, and that's fine, but he didn't do the brutal truth, and again, we've all done that, too, so again, I'm not even, like, canceling him for that, right, it's just the overall arching disrespect that the show has shown her, and how it's just continued to be online is just frustrating, and I... I'm disappointed that the show didn't at least let
1: that play out a
0: little bit more
1: yeah I thought they'd give her her moment more I don't even think there would have been anything revelatory there right it
0: wouldn't I don't yeah I think if anything it just would have like she could have said that and then he could have like countered it like hey I'm like I'm sorry like I'm sorry that I didn't speak my words that clearly and because he was willing to like apologize right like he could have apologized And then we would have had that, you know, like she could have spoken her piece about that and it could have been condensed. And then like everyone else's is and then he could have apologized and that would have been fine. And he still would have gotten away with this like golden boy edit. You know, I'm just frustrated by the edit he got overall. Again, as we talked, it's not really his fault that they did all the things that they did before. But it's like it's just not great. And it seems really like. He just is very privileged in this scenario, and I really hope he, you know, seeks yeah, and it to understand to have- that more. <laughs> it stinks to have her sitting there that whole day. Just, <sighs> you know,
1: such a long day. She's looking so stunning. Yeah. And her, I saw an amazing tweet lately. I've been dressing for revenge yeah, <laughs> so for her good. outfit. She looked so good. And then I'm sure she's, like, sitting and watching the TV, and it's like, she didn't even get to have her moment. <laughs> so.
0: such so. trash. So Ugh. Fuck you, ABC. Okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think I am. Ta- I'm going to. I've been taking my feminist hat off. Uh, <laughs> I, ha- I think I lost the hat. Um, many, it blew many, away. Many moons ago when Victoria first graced my screen. I, know. <laughs> I have disliked her from the get. And I will not apologize for that. And I will not take back really anything I've said. Um, I do i was talking to a friend today though in the dms about how like i of course when i have my feminist hat on i'm like she's a victim of the patriarchy she absolutely (laughs) is somebody who's had like um things like put upon her for her pretty privilege again (laughs) she has pretty privilege and all these things but at the same time i do i know i know pretty friends who have been abused because of their like it, it like no one no one yeah not a single woman in this world gets out of this world without being used scarred and then used as a tool to continue like perpetuating bullshit things that is put upon us like 100 I see all the things I dislike about her she is just projecting the things that have been put on her so I do not think she is uh she no one should fucking dm her no one should say anything bad to this woman like it's fine however I will not take back my overall opinions of I don't trust her. I don't actually believe a single thing she says. Yeah, <laughs> like her. Uh, would I fuck her? Yes. Listen, listen. <laughs> yes, but
1: that's about it.
0: And it would be a hate fuck.
1: Oh my god. I mean, I think I think my thing on her. <laughs> I don't have as strong opinions. No, and I'm you gonna...
0: absolutely should not. You should bring whatever Shouldn't. you
1: want. <laughs> I i do think again we're working with a real this time not just a reality television like kate is trying out like can i make mm-hmm. a career of this and mm-hmm. i'm like yes baby you can mm-hmm. victoria is a full-blown reality star mm-hmm. she deserves her flowers for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean she, no true
0: it is a good tv yeah, he is
1: absolutely. one of the most iconic people of this dying franchise it is such a huge get that they got her to come back she had to find a relationship i never would have expected it to be with johnny i i I mean based on the words that they slipped in the thing with like when greg said rekindled (laughs) weeks after i feel like it's clear that there was something between them before going he also had his little french girlfriend at the time yes I think whatever whatever it is, again, she's a reality television star. She's a businesswoman, and she said, "Okay, well, I'm going to go, right. and I'm going to find a man." And she did, and she, I'm sure she
0: developed feelings for him. Right. I will. I will, I will agree that, like, I do can yes. imagine that you you might go into this being like, I do have something a little bit before, but feelings could happen. Let's see if, I, let's yeah. see if this happens. Right. Whatever. Right. She's in this weird world,
1: and then I think. Like our friend Brittany, <laughs> she came out and said, I am a baddie and you are a townie. Yeah. Johnny, passionate and motivated. Deep, deep, Filippo. You know, no hate to him either. It's just mm-hmm. the season was filled with 25-year-old boys <sighs> with no careers Mm -hmm. or interest or just interesting things to say about themselves at least that we saw like just some details some hobbies like i don't know i just don't look at
0: these men and see real no 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 exactly i really like i was bothered by gay child season a lot like i wanted to know so much more about these some of the men not all but like we never learned a single thing about johnny and then we continued to not learn a single thing about johnny yeah. And then I, and then after he said he was passionate and motivated,
1: I obviously went to real bachelor jobs to check mm-hmm. in on what he's passionate and motivated about. And it's not anything. He like listed himself as a realtor because his dad is a realtor. Like he's not a realtor. He's not. Um, he has some SoundCloud rapping. Like, so, you know, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think Logan's a super different type of character. I just think, I think they get out of this bubble and these guys that seemed cool on the beach, which like, they don't even seem cool to me. I mean, when I was watching this with my mom and it was split week, she was like, why are any of them staying loyal to the guys on the beach? Like, this group of men seems like they have careers, they're tall, they're good looking and there's yeah. like literal boys playing sharks and minnows back at home and they're going back to them. Oh, so so
0: true. I don't, I
1: don't I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You know, we know her accusation of what he called her. If some if my partner said that to me, I don't care if there's a ring on my finger, I would take it off and end it.
0: So, yeah. no, agreed and I like, want to make that clear I I Fully agree as well. I say it all the time. Her and Greg are. He's not allowed to say it. (laughs) Totally. And now, to say it.
1: Her and her and Greg are. He he's like, you know what? I think
0: I'll be a reality television star too. (laughs) I mean, truly. I guess what I wanted to say one second was like, um, yeah, like all I I agree all fully. All I didn't. None of these men were really that compelling to me. Like I had my feelings about Aaron. I had my feelings about, like. Tyler and um boys. Just, like, lots, of, lots of lots of Michael and all of them they're like going and partying oh Andrew for example yeah like I have my feelings about Andrew um I think he's overall a good person but like I don't think he's really ready for like uh, engagement all these different things right People think they want engagement no 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 and that's so that's all like fine and dandy to me um so but I guess what we're playing in is the space of the show what we're seeing but then also I think I don't appreciate that i also will say this i as much of like passion as i'm getting in and like love living for this messy drama i'm just living for it because it's just like fun and messy and it's the only thing i yeah. have this season but i think johnny's fucking fine because again i don't think he even like really want an engagement in the long run so he's fucking fine but i do think i do believe the part where he talks about like you know it was hard for him to open up and i do think yes. it was and i think he's like basically he was telling the truth that like he he is motivated or whatever. He's passionate. He wants to have these things, but he's not there yet. And clearly Victoria saw that and then still manipulated him into like, doing. and I get, I don't think it's all her, of course, but nonetheless, I do think she has a hand in allowing it to get as far as it got considering she didn't come in fully, like fully Mm -hmm. available. And is also again, I think maybe your point is even better. She's not she's not here for the right reasons. She's a reality TV girly, so yeah. like, I that I guess maybe that's even a better thing to hang my hat on. Is like she just was like not here for the right reasons, and I don't even know what, what, that thing. what, what are the, the right what are the right reasons true. at this point. Like for me, true, right, that's a fine
1: <laughs> that's a fine reason because I don't. I'm so past. Yeah. The show hasn't produced a yeah. successful couple right in any traditional sense of the word Mm -hmm. other than like brandon and serene in years Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i don't know but i i do agree i think it's i think it was messed up that he clearly wasn't ready didn't want to be ready three weeks ago wasn't ready with gabby Mm -hmm. and then i don't know how he got pressured pushed into whatever whose fault that is You know, the show will do anything to have as many people get down on one knee at the end, and I think it's a mistake because it cheapens, it cheapens, like, Brandon getting down on one knee. It makes me not, like, I don't even remember him proposing because I had to just watch a proposal that we all knew wasn't, like, just cut, just cut the scene because, the the words mean so little now i just watched gabby and rachel and that lasted for five minutes mm-hmm. michelle like clayton you know it just so then you do have something with like brandon and Serena. it doesn't mean anything like yeah i just wish they hadn't like pushed whatever they were pushing and maybe you know maybe he just wanted to do it but
0: um uh, yeah, it's hard to say it's hard to, it's hard say. to say,
1: and it, the whole thing was was sad, and it was very, it was, it was horrible sitting there though. Like uh, I think my perspective comes out of like from my experience. It's like I watched, I felt like Brittany in a very uncomfortable situation that mm-hmm. felt very pro Tyler, mm-hmm. and then Johnny comes out, tells his sob story, which like I'm not saying it's not true or that mm-hmm. he doesn't have the right to be heartbroken and upset. Like mm-hmm. clearly, this is not good. Um. Then she comes out, and like they made it seem like people were clapping. They were not. Like I, I literally, it was like silent, and I mm-hmm. shouted out like "Love you, Victoria!" and she turned back and looked at me and said "Thank you." Mm-hmm. A guy shouted at her "Cheater!" like while she was talking, oh, and I yeah. And I turned around and I was like, "Excuse me, they are real people." And he goes, "I don't need a lecture." Like blah 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 blah. <gasps> and I was, like. Are you not embarrassed? Like, you're, like, on a date with your, like, girlfriend or your wife, and you're shouting at this, like, really hot girl that you will never, ever, ever have the opportunity to even breathe the same air as. Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. I was, I was like, actually physically shaking because I yeah. felt just so uncomfortable. And the guys on stage, too, like, Logan got up and gave her, gave uh, Johnny a hug, and then Tyler, you know, I didn't even see that until last night. They edited in the weird Tyler bro chat yeah and i just but th- yeah then they cut to commercial break and then logan hugged victoria
2: i was like okay are any of you actually totally, mad at her like,
0: yeah like was i know because i saw i saw tweets like that like ooh, everyone you know you know the situation is bad when everyone's like not here for victoria in the in the cast and it's like well i don't know if i believe that you Isn't know that true? Uh, it's like greg is best friends with andrew and justin yeah. like yeah. clearly
1: clearly they knew yeah andrew
0: andrew tweeted and was like fuck y'all like what was i what am i supposed to do when two single people blah 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 but like oh that's what that tweet was about i don't believe it i'm sorry just don't believe it but again i don't it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean any of them's like horrible people it gave us it gave us drama and so i'm like i'm i like it like i'm i'm having a good time (laughs) i mean again i but i don't want anyone to get death threats and i don't want anyone to be like whatever um you know, i think like, she's i think she's gonna be fine yeah and she'll I be think, fine and greg will be fine because he's been through it before um and i, I don't definitely, have any sympathy for him either and I, i'm
1: sure johnny's in like a dark place and i don't wish that yeah. for him especially after he said that he wakes up every day and like hates who he
0: sees in the mirror or whatever yeah. he said and, and like, like every relationship i've had has ended when somebody just dips out and leaves yeah, with it for somebody like, else i'd
1: we would have loved to know from gabby's season that i'm sure he told
0: her that we didn't get to see i'm like give me some i did not like that and you know ultimately i guess i just i think it okay so we can agree that ultimately it's fine i think it was uh what's the good word for it it's like just like It was uncalled for it may be a little tasteless to go about the way they soft launched and the way that they did it on stage and you and i both listened to um almost famous and Mm -hmm. he does a pretty good detailed timeline on that and he also talks about um how like she just was so back and forth with like calling him and crying and wanting to like talk to him about it. And then he says like two days later, like literally maybe within the 24 hours they're at Nick Viall's place and Nick's posting videos. And oh, it was all, see, I didn't get to finish okay. the interview before yeah. we moved on. That part was so fascinating to me. So he, Ben and Ashley just like, are like, okay, so like what happened after you left the stage? Like how, what happened? And you guys had to go and do a press event like the next day and be in the same room. And he's like, yeah, it was really awkward. And like, he's like, we did actually talk to each other and like apologized for how bad it got on stage mm-hmm. and that neither of them are happy with how that went. Um, And so I was like, okay, good. And then Ben was like, okay, well, did that feel good? And he's like, it did. And I'm really glad we had that. He's like, but that only lasted another day because then I'm getting hundreds of tags of people tagging me in Nick Viall's videos and in the comment sections he's seeing people being like oh hell yeah i love them together fuck johnny and then comments of being like oh no this is really sad and just like so he was talking about how that how emotional that was for him and i was like i believe that like that sucks yeah and so i think as we've been having this conversation you and i the entire time in the back of my head i realized i was like i think maybe i don't hate victoria as much as i hate nick like yes. I fucking hate that man and he has really made this so much worse and so uh, and gross. It's so gross. It really is. So it's all of it is so fucking gross. But that part right there hearing Johnny talk about how hard it was to get mm-hmm. like hundreds and hundreds of tags. Um, and he was already reeling from the hundreds and hundreds of tags he got when reality Steve posted videos of her and him in, in Italy yeah. and he was already getting that. And then he's had he's having people DM him being like, it ruined the show for me. I can't watch it anymore. All of this is fake. It's a lie. That, well, that's one of the craziest things that he said
2: on stage is he said, you're the one who ruined the show for everyone. I like actually laughed out loud.
0: Literally. He's like, he elaborates in the podcast of just like, he's like, well, yeah, and people are saying that it's like fake. And then Ashley goes, oh, no, no, it wasn't all fake. He's like, no, I know. Like it wasn't fake for me, but like, like people have their opinions and like I'm being I'm being inundated with them right and it's like and then I loved I don't know how it was wild but then Ashley and Ben both just were like well why the fuck did they allow Nick to do that like they kind of go into like how it's a little like wild that they allowed this to happen and then they do perfectly circle into just saying oh well I bet it was allowed so that it could be like a drama point for the show. And I was like, yeah. Oh my
1: God. It also, listening to it, it made me, it was such a perfect counterpoint to like, Nick maybe thinks that he's a nice guy like Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like I was listening to Ben be like, yeah, I understand because when I went through this, but never, he doesn't go into like a backstory. He's not like, well, when I was the bachelor, he literally is just like, I understand because being in the public is hard. Like, how are you doing about this? Like we should offline talk about the insecurities you're feeling. And whereas we have Nick on the other end who always makes it, well, when I was on the show and yeah just like totally exploitative it he didn't i i don't know i'm sure that he obviously he was told he could post that he would not risk mm-hmm. being able to bring contracted people on his podcast mm-hmm. but it definitely it made it worse and the one thing i will like give i'm giving victoria so much grace but that's because there's enough hate for women in the world Yeah, um so please. I'll, I'll just forever just be on yeah. women's side sorry no yeah um she did, they did say, like, we couldn't get a, we couldn't go out on a date here. Like, we didn't think that we were that famous.
0: <laughs> I was like, correct. No, and I will say, I think we actually talked about it last week on the podcast, Uh it absolutely fucked that people were sending videos of them in Italy course, to, like, Reality like, course, Steve. I mean, I, I don't know
1: what I would do in that scenario. I wouldn't send it to Reality Steve, but I guess I would, I, I don't know what I would do. So I have a hard time... You just don't even think about what the repercussions are going to be. But it is crazy to think, like, I wouldn't, if I, especially if I was Greg, I would not think, like, I can't go to Italy and not be seen. Like, it's so. No, no, yeah, they're not that famous. They're not that famous. So it's like, they did that, and then that was out, and the reunion happened, and then reality steve tweeted it and then yeah the next day it was like nick posted that tiktok and then and then i think from there they were like well screw it and that's when she started posting like things that were very obvious that she was with greg but yeah i don't think she would have who knows again she's a reality tv star
0: no i know i mean i like i i just feel like it's all i think it's all part of this like you know, and he, so. yeah, Johnny got Johnny is an absolute rookie who yeah. got oh my god, so well said, absolutely, rookie. he'd never even seen himself on TV. You know, I think that's like where I was like, I, I do, I don't know, I find myself like, I don't want to be Team Johnny, fuck that, especially because hashtag Team Johnny is not the side of TikTok I want to be on, no. um, um, at all because of the other one in the world, but uh, yeah, I do not want to be you know <laughs> but it was I think it's it was like my mama burdened me saying this like man just like, <laughs> like he was not ready for this he was not was, ready. he was not ready he, he was, was never ready, ready. no he was never ready it was always gonna, um, it was always gonna be, be like this and I think in the end we can just say thank you to all of them um they really yeah they like <laughs> they did work they did absolute
1: work i admire this cast yeah. i really wish i wish more uh love had come out of it and i think more love could have come out of it if producers didn't spend the first half like concocting odd scenarios giving every other date to shanae <laughs> having a split week like a yeah. failed casa amore um they just like produce the hell out of this to not end in successful relationships, and it shows.
0: Yeah, it is so fascinating because I, I think about that. So I guess we'll wrap this up a little bit with a meta conversation because like yeah, like what does this mean for the future of this show? Because what I, a couple things were happening in this season. Yeah, a lot of what you just said. They kind of overproduced it. They they just like they just like missed the boat. They were trying to overcompensate for like the staleness of the show but mm-hmm. they miss the boat because we want people like Kate and Jill and Aaron even, you know, we're like we want that. And we want some of the older season stuff. And we, and as we were talking with uh, my friend Kelly last week on the podcast, we want, we also want to see people like falling in love. Like we want to see the Evans like falling in yes. love with a Carly. Like we want that. So we need more of that. And we need like kind of unlikely couples like that, that work. Um, And then, you know, but also what is also happening was that this gay chill season went so far late because they extended the break originally and started that season late. And so the fact that we had BIP filming done before we finished seeing gay child season air was problematic as well because that ended up being problems with Johnny. that's what we learned during the podcast is that him and Victoria fought over how he had to promote. The still showing airing show, whereas and I'm I'm sure that Brittany had a hard time watching exactly. Tyler too. Yeah, so it's like that's like doesn't help, and so I don't. They cannot do that again, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, go back to the old way where, like, yeah, you might the women might not have yeah. seen the men because yeah. it's, but it's not. It, it it's too much of an overlap, right? It needs to be where whatever. Because I do think um, it
1: has always been this way though that where like the women hadn't seen yes, the men. They
0: hadn't seen the men, but it, it I think it still works a little bit because by yeah. the time I think yeah. maybe they used to like
1: air the end of the bachelorette maybe while it was Bachelorette filming. was
0: filming. Yeah, cool. like well, still filming. It, like it worked out differently. It this just worked out, weird. yeah. This was weird. And so I don't think that's gonna work well in the future. And then But unfortunately, I think it's going to happen because we're extending the start of the next season of The Bachelor by almost a full month. So, okay, it's a whole thing. So, um, I mean, I guess, so, yeah, what do you think is, like, going to happen? Because they, and then, you know, there's this element, too, where I do feel like they were trying to tackle the problem they ran into last season badly of people meeting beforehand and coming on to do a relationship and they tried to tackle that a little differently this time by, like, not villainizing anyone for mm-hmm. it. And so I think that was okay and mm-hmm. good because we shouldn't have villainized people so badly last season. But then I'm like, but how do they still solve it? Because then in some ways it almost made it boring, right? Like,
1: or- I think we I talked know. about this last time that I think they need to incorporate that element of this into the document i need right. to see yes six videos clips from Stagecoach, like yeah yes. a d honestly show a screenshot of like a dm yeah i would be i would be rabid for that right so but i think it was a step in the right direction that they acknowledged that that's real and that things happen outside this franchise mm-hmm. so i think that was one of my takeaways mm-hmm. i think you know, on a much broader subject, like a huge, I'm always watching the show, analyzing it in like a political identification Mm -hmm. sense and something that is great about Paradise. And my mom said this when we were watching together, she was like, like racial tensions don't seem to be a thing in this, in this part of the franchise. And that it's Mm -hmm. refreshing to see so many like people of color on the beach and that Mm -hmm. it doesn't factor in and mm-hmm. i guess i'll at least give the show that there was nothing untoward in that sense mm-hmm. <laughs> this season it was a pretty diverse cast and i don't feel like there were any moments i don't know that were super problematic in that
0: light yeah no it was i'll give it that like it I was think- raging sexism yeah, I think it was
1: literally between this and like the most recent season of Love Island in the UK. I'm like, this has been the worst season, the worst year of reality television mm-hmm. for feminism. So mm-hmm. I do not feel good about where the show is doing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of women and like, mm-hmm. you know, how women are, mm-hmm. how women are shown. Um, mm-hmm. And I would we like, there weren't any good loves, well, there, for Serene, but for Black women, you know, mm-hmm. we had. Eliza kind of get mm-hmm. villainized yeah you know, and Sierra. Sierra so it's not amazing but it's no. better than it's better than some <laughs> right. some seasons and then mm-hmm. I mean I think in terms of like the the production of the show I think we had a ton of fails this season we had the well story times the overproduction at the beginning I think the last few weeks were actually pretty good mm-hmm. Agreed, um, yeah. and they should like go through and study like what
0: You know, what worked
1: about this? Um, So it's like, again, I kind of land on the same. I feel better than I did at the end of Gabby and Rachel season where Mm -hmm. I felt like, is this franchise literally over? I think this end of this was fun enough, juicy enough, steamy enough that it's not over. It can be saved, but they still need to like, I don't know. They need a new like top dog producer to come in.
0: Yeah, they really do. Yeah, well said. Well said. And I do agree. I remember that conversation we had before. They really do need it now, now that they've worked towards not villainizing um pre hookups, they need to show more of it to make yeah. it more enticing and to make it more like, ooh, like I wanted to know what happened between Romeo and Kira that made Jill so hurt. And yes. if we had seen that, then that would have made that storyline more interesting totally. than what we heard. Um, so if, yeah, we could have understood more context, seen a little bit, uh, yeah, like that like grain, like a grainy, sepia, sepia filtered, uh, party, yes. you know, when they're in New York, all of the bachelor people and like, oh my God, do you see Kira and Romeo talking? Oh, well, that must be, be when they talk about like, oh, who
1: is on your list? Cause we know we give them, we know they give them lists. I'm like, you're kind of dancing around that. Like, just yeah. tell me like you know because when justin came back for eliza it was like what are you talking about i would have loved to see an itm with him going yeah i'm excited to come to the beach like who are you excited to see like i don't know eliza really captivated me like genevieve seems really cool like just give me a tidbit so that later when it happens i'm like oh my god you're right he was interested in her all along because it felt so random it felt so right
0: yeah so well said oh yeah oh such a simple, simple little thing that could just, have added. Yeah, just these, like, little moments mm-hmm. that I think would be
1: cool. Or, like, we know from Brandon on a podcast that, like, Serene was maybe interested in Rodney. Like, okay, what was that conversation like? Like, that's so interesting to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I love that, like, yeah, nothing happened. There was no drama. But it's still mm-hmm. interesting that, like, they had a conversation. And how did he handle it that made her then say, actually, I think I'm sticking with Brandon. Like, right. clearly... Clearly they had some sort of good dialogue. So I don't know. I just think, I think they should do, I think they, there's just more they can do to like be authentic, like make it make sense, make it real world, make sense. Don't over edit, don't over produce. And I promise you it'll still be insane because these people are insane Mm -hmm. and they want screen time. They're still going to do fucking zany shit, but let it like just let it unfold like tell the truth in the order that it happened
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know yeah that's my at this point like you're already torturing these people a lot of times too so like if it's like a violation of privacy i don't want that but you know what i'm saying like at some point you're already they're all tweeting after trying to get out their truth clearly (laughs) they don't
1: clearly they don't feel like their side was actually
0: shown oh my god i just got a text from my friend It says, oof johnny will be on clickbait tomorrow oh with god. natasha which is victoria's best friend joe who was at nick's party that night <gasps> oh my god that's gonna be an interesting <laughs> oh my oh, god and... natasha oh. was at the finale and they didn't show her yeah, i saw the yeah i saw a sign behind the scenes they barely bar, sh- they barely showed that gabby and rachel were there i know so... i literally they panned back to them i was like why are they in the back and why are they here these poor women they have guns to their heads That was the
1: day, that was the day the news broke about her and Gabby and (sighs) Eric. I call him Eric. I know it's Eric. So I thought, I thought they were like, yeah, it was so weird. She was just like sitting there and I was just like staring at her left hand and she had it hidden like under her leg. And then I saw that she didn't have a ring on. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do like a thing. And then they didn't do a thing. And then I turned my phone back on at midnight and it's like, they've broken up.
0: Well, yeah, like, I don't think they could do that with the way they fucking botched the Tasha breakup situation. That was yeah. horrible. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. I think they they can learn their lessons sometimes. And I <laughs> wish they would le- listen to me oh just, like, a little bit. Okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. But just if they start. are listening, I hope they know that I really loved being there. Yeah. And I
0: didn't violate my NDA. <laughs> yeah, no, we. Uh, I think we covered all of it, but... Uh, you were you were very gracious and thankful and please <laughs> invite, invite Marilyn back and please bring um, me back because I was on screen a lot. I have great reactions. Yeah, everyone loved it. Everyone's here for it. Uh thank you so much for coming and thank doing this. There having. was so much to talk about. And I feel like we really we really cracked the nut and we really got to the core of a lot of the problems. And I yeah, I think our, our takeaway is the sexism is live a rampant rampant and it's not surprising considering the way the internet has been has been going the internet has been interneting. with the internet everyone. has been interneting. it's it was never a great time to be a woman and no, it is definitely not right now it's really it's really not and i do hope everyone knows that i care and love everybody and i'm here as always to talk about all the nuance of it and uh yeah thank you so much uh do you want anyone to like follow you or keep up always what you're doing please do it's at maryland.movies
1: on instagram and tiktok um i not only cover the bachelor and love island and such incredible pieces of art but the next Mm. few months will probably be a lot more like film reviews so breaking down things that are like going to be up for the oscars and movies that were at film festivals so you know in this off season maybe come check out some of my other content i keep that stuff just as silly um yeah so please follow me along there and you know i'll be back watching zach on january 23rd <laughs>
2: yeah I baby can't I
0: can't <laughs> quit it yeah baby yeah no and I will be back as well and I will have you in the podcast thank you again um yeah to let everyone know we will be taking uh this time off yes. to um collect ourselves and to whatever um I do think that I will probably have a couple episodes that will drop in the next two months just here and there as the uh wind takes me hopefully working on a couple collabs but you know it's hard to get you know things knocked down but I'm really excited I'm still going to keep doing Patreon uh, episodes I'm working on recording a Patreon episode this coming week where I'm going to be recapping and reviewing uh Nick Fial's movie debut um The Christmas Cruise and okay. um and talking about him in general and that's going to be a fun Patreon episode and then future ones and more will will be exciting um you know, maybe, yeah, I can recap some kind of other media that you guys have wanted me to do. I have yet to watch Love is Blind 3, so I probably will do that for a Patreon. And I think that will be really great. And I can do all my Instagram stories on the Patreon Instagram. So stay tuned for all that. Uh Love you so much. Thank you, everybody who's been here through the last million years. Um, It's been a big one for us. And it's been really... It's been really, it has been hard at times and stressful. Uh, We send our continued love out to Danica and um, everyone in general who's been just really going through it the last couple months. (laughs) Um, And I just, yeah, we love you so much. Thank you, and we'll be back. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at jenna with a smile and at drunk feminist date card pod is produced by andrew olson you can follow him on instagram at androne. our music is by jet overly follow and support him on instagram at jetty boy james and our logo design is by michaela jane you can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on instagram at michaela jane drop a review on itunes if you're nasty like that bye, bye.